Okay, what did you have for Oh, no, you should practice. What did you have for bread? No, no, say it with flavor. Oh, oh. hey now. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what did you have for breakfast? Okay, let me give you an example. What's your name again? Marka. Hello, Marka. What did you have for breakfast today? Well, I had my typical breakfast on the run. It was yogurt and orange and a breakfast bar. Um, what flavor of yogurt? Strawberry. Oh my God, strawberry is amazing. See, I'm gonna make sure I eat the exact same breakfast as you because I'm gonna start living with you, okay? Oh, sounds good. <laughs> Good. No, where you at? Buckeye. Where you from? Buckeye. What you read? Buckeye. Where is that? Buckeye. Where you at? Buckeye. Where you from? Buckeye. What you read? Buckeye. Where is that? Welcome to Making Our Own Stories, a podcast where a group of kids in Cleveland explore and think about the future of their neighborhood. Hi, my name is DeAngelis, and I'm here with. Jonathan. My name is Zoe. And Jason. And Jonathan again. Today, we're interviewing Marka Fields from the City of Cleveland's Planning Department. Thanks for joining us, Marka. Thank you. Can you explain to me exactly what your position is? My position is Chief City Planner for the City of Cleveland, and what that entails is uh, doing long-range land use planning, and I do planning for my fo- area of focus is the southeast side of Cleveland. It includes the neighborhoods of Buckeye, Shaker, Buckeye Woodhill, Mount Pleasant, Lee Harvard, and Union Miles. And so we work on long-range land use plans determining what the uses should be in the future, um, looking and assessing issues with, that exist within the community and trying to figure out how to address those specific issues. I also manage our planning staff, which is a staff of five other planners who have different sections of the city, uh, the northeast side, southeast, I'm, I'm sorry, not southeast, northeast side, the uh, central area, far west and near west side. So exactly, like you told us the part, exactly what district is that? It would be... It's, it's close to District 4 Police District. So we used to be separated into six different areas. Uh, I'm sorry, we're, we're still de- separated in six different areas, but we used to align with the police districts. But when they reduced it from six districts to five, we don't exactly align with them. But so we still, we will still call our districts District 4, District 1, District 2, but they're, they're not exactly lined up with the police districts that are existing now. How did you get into your job? Well, somewhat of a long story, but I'll give you the short version. Um, I initially was interested in uh, accounting. And in college, I I took a few accounting classes, and I decided this is not for me. This is not exactly what I want to do. It got to be a little bit boring. And uh, one of my professors said, you know, you'll be sitting in a room, and you'll just be crunching numbers all day long. And the thought of sitting at my desk all day it was just, it was too much for me. I said, this is not something that I want to do. And so I was kind of confused about where I wanted to go and ended up taking a sitting planning class. And when I got there, it was exactly what I wanted to do. And I loved it. And the interesting thing about, um, about that is that when I went, to, went into planning and I talked to other people who chose that field, most of us didn't know anything about the planning field. We kind of discovered it and stumbled upon it when we were in school. So um, that was kind of my story, how I actually ended up uh, going into that field, just not even knowing that it existed. Wow, that's interesting. Hello, I'm Jason, and I'm back. 
And <laughs> I have a great question, an exciting right. question. Do you like working here? I love working here. How much? It's going to scale to 1 to 100. 1 to 100, I'd give it at least a 99. <laughs> a thousand and two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a great job. It's um, it's it's there's something different every day. You uh, you can never get bored with it, which is one of the things that I love. Which and one of the things that I did not like about accounting. Um, it is you you are constantly it's constantly evolving. You have different areas that you plan for, so there's something different going on in each area. So it's always keeping your interest. Um, and the other good thing about it is that at the end of the day, what you're doing makes a positive impact on other people's lives. So you're kind of like a superhero. You're like Batman. <laughs> oh, I never thought about myself as a superhero. Yeah, because you're like, like saving people's community and stuff. Uh-huh. You're like, um, see, I'm gonna come up with a superhero name for you later. Okay. That's my job. All right. Where do you live is the question. I live in the Buckeye Shaker area. I've seen that place. I like, I want to live with, I want to live in Beverly Hills and have a chihuahua and make a movie about it. <laughs> okay. Zoe, I think you had a question. What does your job mean to you? It, um... My job to me, it's an opportunity for me to really be impactful on other people's lives. And uh, one of the things that I really enjoy about it is when we go out to different community meetings, we talk to people about what their issues and challenges are. We have the ability to create policies or to, to at least recommend policies that will, that will um, change their communities and uh, for them and for future generations. And uh, it's just that that's something that is really important to me. It's something that I've even when I was when I was first exploring different careers, I did. I wanted to do something like that, but didn't quite know how to get into it. And because I didn't know about the planning field, I did. That wasn't that wasn't something that I looked to initially. So it it, it just it, it means a lot to me to be able to have that type of impact and knowing that it's something that I always wanted to do. Anyhow, it just luckily stumbled upon it and figured out how I could make it my career as opposed to just something that I did on the side. Your new hero name is Civiline. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Civiline is not a Pokemon. But it's not. I remember you saying you went to college for accounting. What college did you go to? Wright State University. Is that where you got your planning degree? It is. It is. Initially, when I went into accounting there, their accounting program was really good. And so that was why I chose that school. Um, but then I switched over to urban administration. I talked to the chair of our uh, urban studies department, and he just told me a lot about the program, really got me interested in it. And I decided that I would go ahead and continue there and get my, I actually got my undergraduate and graduate degree from Wright State. The college I'm looking at right now, I know I'm in eighth grade, but the college I'm looking at is Alaskan University, all the way in Alaska, because it's far away from my family. And they have really nice programs there. They have a good video game design program, but I'm looking for other ones in Alaska, but I'm definitely going to go to college in Alaska. Well, or Japan. Great. Hmm, but when you get lonely, we won't send you food or money. Oh, well, I'm taking D'Angelo's with me. Yeah. Yeah, we're going together. Oh yeah, and Navelle's coming too. Yeah. Um. So you say you work for the county, right? No, for the city of Cleveland. 
How did you get here from uh, Columbus? Well, my family actually is from Cleveland. My, both of my parents are from Cleveland. They moved here when I was in college. And so when I graduated, I didn't have a job initially, so I came back to live with them and started looking for jobs. And I looked here, I looked in Columbus, I looked in D.C. and several different places. And um, this job happened to open up. A friend of my brother's knew someone in planning, and he said, you know, somebody, she, she, she told me that somebody that they were that they had a job opening and she told someone who worked in planning you know you need to um, check out her resume and uh, see if she's somebody who would be good for the position and so they ended up hiring me um, but it was um, one of the things that I, I was interested in when when I looked at different positions was working in an urban environment I did not want to work in a suburban environment because I felt like the challenges in the urban environment were much greater and um, that was real, where I really wanted to affect change was in urban uh, centers. Are there any struggles or challenges in your position? If there are, what are they? Well, some of the challenges that we have are that when you when you're a planner, when you go when you go to school for planning, you come out and you're very idealistic. You think, oh, I can change the world. When you get into the actual position and you start to see the politics and everything that come into it you start to realize that, okay, well, you know, there's some things that I can do, but some things that I, I know are good but are not going to happen because there's also political uh, political things that take place that will prevent certain things from happening. Um, so it's sometimes you can it can be discouraging initially, but one of the things that you have to recognize is that when you're making decisions, when you make recommend, or I'm sorry, not decisions, when you make recommendations, the recommendations are just that recommendations they are not decisions you are not the decision maker however you are tasked with giving them the best planning advice that you can give them and then they will make the decision from there and so just being sure being true to the planning career just making sure that you are being honest giving people real advice and then whatever a change you can make then those are all those are wins that um, you can be proud of, but you can't you, you don't you don't necessarily make the decision to um, to do certain things that you know will may be good may be good for the neighborhood. So that's that that's one of the things I find that I and other planners who come in find somewhat challenging is that you know you, you come in and you think like oh I can change it well no not necessarily because there you don't you don't take into account all the political influences. Mm, yeah, I can see that. How long have you worked there? I have been there, I'm coming up on 16 years. Mm, wow, it's a long time. I guess it is. Um, were you one of the guys who, I mean, women, who helped plan uh, for the thing downtown with the couch parade and stuff? No, no, that wouldn't be our department. I'm not sure exactly who that was. I think it was probably the, um, was it Downtown Cleveland Alliance or something? Yeah, I'm not sure who, who planned that, but that, was, that wouldn't be the planning department. That would be someone who de deals with events. We, deal, we typically look at land use and uh, construction of buildings and things like that. Oh, so you guys decide of like, we're gonna build a hotel there, we're gonna build a farm mm -hmm. there, we're gonna build an electricity plant there. Yes. Oh, was there a lot of school that you had to go through to get to this job? I had to complete both ma uh, bachelor's and master's degree to get the job. Um, there are some some positions you can come in at a lower level with just a bachelor's degree, but if you want to advance, it's probably good to get a master's degree. 
Did it take a long time? It seemed like forever to me. <laughs> it took. It actually took me about three years uh, a, to get in the position. I'm not excited for college. Okay, I want to go great. to trade school though. A trade that would be cool. I don't know. I'm not even in high school yet. I'll decide that like, yeah, next year. You'll have to visit colleges and see what you, see what you like. I still got a shadow for high schools though. I think yeah. a shadow for them. I have a question for you, Marka. I wanted to know if. One, it's your choice, but could you go to Sky Zone near here? Because I don't like going all the way down there. Just then, like, oh, we gotta leave on at three a.m. We get there by like five. I'm like, oh, we're closing in an hour. Like, wow. I wanted to know if you could go to Sky Zone. I would love to tell you yes. <laughs> However, we don't. We I don't. We don't actually build anything. We make recommendations on land use. However, um, we can make recommendations for entertainment in different areas that might achieve what it is that you're looking for. And so what, we, what we'll do then is work with our Department of Economic Development to attract different businesses uh, into the community. And my other question was, are, oh wait, so are you a part of that hotel that's being built by John Hay? I heard it's gonna be a great hotel. No, I'm there. not. No, Aww. that's actually outside of my district. Oh, my brother, lovely brother has a question. You editing that part out, right? Uh, oh, I really want you to edit the part out. Just continue. <laughs> Just give me a couple seconds so you can edit that part out. Okay. Um, is there any place in particular, like, any place in particular that, like, you wanted, like, what, any place that you really wanted to bring change to in this district or in Cleveland? One area I think that really, um, that I really have an interest in, uh, let me say this, I have an interest in the entire area. Um, it's, it, it all uh, is important. Every, every neighborhood is equally important. One that probably is uh, a little bit closer to my heart is the area around Buckeye, Shaker, and Woodhill partly because of the fact that um, that's an area where growing up, even though I grew up in Columbus, my father started pastoring a church, which was right at that corner. And so we've, I've been coming there since I was 15, um, going to church there, and have become really familiar with the neighborhood, and we had gone out and uh, done work with the residents and different things like that. And so it's always kind of, but it's, it's always been a big challenge in that area in terms of being able to attract any type of business the quality of housing and different things like that and some of the uh, challenges that exist, um, you see that there's there's a lot of potential there, but unfortunately the, the um, investment hasn't taken place. And so that's one of the areas where I see, um, I, I, I think that through my work, I can make a positive change there and is one of the areas that I really am interested in uh, seeing something significant happen. I really like this part of Cleveland it has a lot of potential, and like I learned a lot of it from David, and then I didn't even know this was Buckeye till like a couple weeks ago. So, <laughs> and like you know the rapid station. Yes. I, that's one part where I think really needs to be changed. Like the library is starting to look really nice. I'm really starting to like the uh, library, but I would really like the rapid station to be um, changed because it's really dirty down there. And last mm -hmm. time we went. 
we were terrified because this big insect just flew down there, and we weren't sure if it was a leaf, if it was just an insect, what it was on top of. I'm pretty sure it was carrying a rat or a mouse or something. I was terrified, and there was this lady. She just was like, no, and she's like, no, this needs to be changed right now. So I would like that area to be painted and just. I want it to look like how the rapid stations are in China. Those places are so awesome, and they be fitting like 50 people per seat. <laughs> no, they literally have these people that squish the people into the trans train station. People get paid to do that. That's what you're looking for. I have seen that. Yeah. Uh, you I want, be, we'd, we need you to You want to be that. squished into the station? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know about squishing into the station. However, they, they're actually... Um, is a plan to redevelop the station. So you're in luck. And they are moving on it. So I'm not sure exactly when the construction is going to start, but it will be renovated so that it's a little bit safer. Uh, there's more visibility in the area, and it looks a lot nicer. I cannot wait for it to be done. <laughs> Do you know about how many years it's going to take? Um, it'll probably take, I mean, I imagine about a year. So I'm, again, I'm not sure when it, when the construction is going to start, but I, I don't think it's we're far off. And my final question was, when you were a, like a very very little child, when you saw one thing, what did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a teacher when I was a little kid. What and teacher? Math teacher? Math teacher. Why math? Math because I was good at math. I loved numbers, but then I also my mother was a teacher, so. Of course, when I saw her, she was kind of my hero. So I said, well, that's what I want to do. Thank you, Marco Fields, for uh, this lovely interview. Uh, and thank you, listeners. That's it. Good. Making Our Own Stories is a project of Kent State University's Cleveland Urban Design Collaborative and is made possible by a grant from the Cleveland Foundation's Minority Arts and Education Fund. The kids are participating with the permission of their parents. It's produced by Jesse Hawkins, Ellen Sullivan, D'Angelo Knuckles, Justin Glanville, and me, David Jerka. Our online producer and photographer is Beth Conway, and our music is courtesy of DJ Doc Harrell and the kids at Fresh Camp, a hip-hop recording camp that helps students re-envision Cleveland neighborhoods. Special thanks to the Boys and Girls Club of Cleveland, Cleveland Public Library, and Nelson Beckford of the St. Luke's Foundation. Check out our website and get in touch at wearemoose.org slash stories and follow the Cleveland Urban Design Collaborative on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm just trying to do my own thing. Stay true to me and be on my own wings. Ain't nobody gonna push me down cause I am like a queen that's ahead of the crown. Yeah, independent woman stand up. What you gotta do is push your hands up. You gotta be true to you, don't be a fool So just don't stand there like a sad, sad soul Anything is possible Together we can get through any obstacle I've got to stand strong And that's why I am in this beautiful song